fog descends on a stone castle, lending a mild sense of intrigue to a peaceful evening. Archers patrol the parapets, but no one can remember the last time anyone fired a shot at anything. The castle is surrounded by a moat, which is fed by a river that the engineers who live within the castle walls have caused to run through the center of the grounds, where it finds itself bridged in several places before flowing out to the moat again on its way to the sea. Heavy, toothy portcullises ensure that while the river's water may flow freely into the stronghold, intruders are kept, if not at bay, then in the moat at least, with the alligators. Late into the night, a low barge-like vessel, almost exactly as wide as the forbidding Steel River Gate arrives, laden heavily with supplies. Strong men, responding to the boat's appearance, station themselves around a huge chain winch and begin the business of raising the partition just enough for the riverboat to safely enter the castle keep. As soon as it passes, the men lower the gate again and signal to their counterparts at the other end of the castle, who will, eventually, let the boat out. Armed guards and porters unload the cargo quickly and efficiently. The boat, in fact, never comes to a stop. So effective, so well rehearsed is this operation. The gate on the far side is raised, then lowered again, and soon it's as though it never happened. The porters, strongmen, and guards head back to their respective quarters, and all is quiet once again on the castle grounds. Moments pass in silence. No one sees the two figures emerge from the river, and the next morning, the people in the castle wake up to the sound of strange music emanating from the long, vacant throne room. Just do what we supposed to do. We shut it down. Yeah. Oh shit. Oh shit. We're back, Casey. Back on our bullshit again. Back on our bullshit for 2019. What's up? Welcome to season two of Telefriends. Season two. Uh, we thought we were gone. Here we are. We thought we were gone, and here we are. Certainly. We just. I think we spent like ten months not having a better idea. <laughs> <laughs> just throw it right down. Just we would meet still every week. And we write notes down we on our yellow pad. We talk to each other face to face. Bundle it up. <laughs> throw it in the trash can. Yeah. The trash can got full. Yeah. We looked around and said, fuck, let's do another I, episode. I guess we should just do telephones again. <laughs> Yo, yeah, we're back for season two. The, uh, the idea is that this is a, a 10 episode season. 10 ups. Uh, I think we're going to come out every two weeks. Every or, two. That's the idea. You know how we work with scheduling. <laughs> Yo, yeah, welcome back. You want to hear the calls we got? Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and get... Wait. Oh, we should talk about what we do in Telefriends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> welcome to Telefriends. Welcome to Telefriends. Hi, my name's Casey. You're, uh, my name's Bo. Welcome. This is a show where we now take your calls at 304-518-2222. 
Champs. Champ, 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 champ. Call any time, leave any kind of message. We'll play it and talk about it. Yeah, it used to be we were playing the messages. You leave it three or four five one eight jams. And that your name is Casey and my name is Bo and I hadn't heard any of the calls. Yeah, but this time's done change, man. Yeah, man, freewheeling. Now we're both listening to the call to the messages. You leave it three or four five one eight jams. Let's get into the shit. Here we go. We got some weird calls. Certainly. You know the rule of telefriends. <clears throat> the rule is the rule, and the rule is new callers to the front of the line. We got 10 calls. We get a lot more than that. From one we person. Got, okay. We got, but we got. Over the course of one night. Yes. This isn't the first message they left, but it is the first one I heard. And I was like, holy shit. Excuse me. I thought this was the kid I met at school earlier. He gave me his number, but I guess it's. Hello, friends. Um, my mom said I'm I'm grounded, but you know I'm not supposed to have my phone right now. Samantha, who are you talking to? This is where I'm terrified for this person. <laughs> Apparently, a number that some kid gave me. You're not supposed to have your phone. See, right there, it's like this is just her friend. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sorry. Samantha and you are grounded for an extra year. This is definitely just two kids mm-hmm. on a mess around. On a goof. No! Yes! No! Yes! Bad girl! No! Yes! No! Put the phone away! No! Put the phone away! But what if it's not? <laughs> It 100% is. Oh, man, I hope it's so. It's got to be. No. I'll take this away from you. No. Yes. There's 20 more seconds left on this message. Do you think they're looking at their notes? Five, two, six, seven. Excuse me, Brandy, or whoever you are, stop calling my daughter, please. She's running for, for one extra year because of you. Yeah, so that's two kids on a goof, but if it's not, it's horrifying, right? <laughs> it's horrifying because that mother's a terrible improviser. <laughs> I felt like she sounded convincingly like a mom. She did pretty good there at the, at the beginning. Yeah. It, it felt, you could hear the where... The wheels didn't come off for a while. The com- the pre-call conversation ended and the completely improv part began. Yeah. They were like, I'll scream for a while. And then the other lady's like, I'll yell the same thing again. <laughs> <laughs> You're grounded for a year. Yeah. It's rough stuff. Just uh, for calling telephones. The first, me- so like that was the first message I heard from them. Because, yes. But I was like, this is kind of weirdly scary <laughs> <laughs> to me. But it's not the first message they left. That's this. Oh my God, I love Chipotle. Chipotle is my mom. Did you catch that? Unintelligible. Oh my god, Chipotle. Chipotle <laughs> is my life. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Chipotle call us. I'll play that oh every week. Oh my god, I love Chipotle. Chipotle is my life. <laughs> Don't disagree. I'm like, are we getting Andy Kaufman? <laughs> do, do, do you know what I mean? <laughs> There's more to this. How far do you want to go? Uh, keep, give There's, me more. It's a deep I'm, well. I'm ready. When there's too much drama at school, mm-hmm. all you gotta do is walk away. Yay, yay. 
Sound okay. advice. Is that a song that I don't know that's popular amongst the kids? The kids these days? I guess. How did this person get this number? How did this person get this number? How did this person get this number? Well, here's the answer, Mo. Uh-huh. It probably has, we probably have the phone number they called from. I'm not calling this kid <laughs> on the phone. Are you out of your mind? <laughs> uh, I can tell you that we do have their number, and so I have their area code, and I can tell you that they're not from anywhere close to either us or where the our phone number originates. Yeah, but we're in a city that that could not matter. Except for it's the kid, so they probably got it where they Yeah. Yeah. How did you get this number? You're like a 13-year-old kid. Well, have you looked it up? Have you seen, looked up where the area code's at? Yeah. Where's it at? It, I'm not going to divulge that information. It's a fucking state. We're not going <laughs> to... California. <laughs> that's a huge state. <laughs> it said Rhode Island. I'd be like, hey, man, that's a little... They might go figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> fucking California. California. That's far. It's like three states over, and one of them's Texas. And every call is like a joke, a, a gag around. Sorta. That last one was like, just walk away. Too much drums. What should we think about school? This one, though. Hi, my name is Susie. Um, I'm really happy to be calling you because I have no friends. And I'm sweet. And I really like to call random people. Because I think it's loyalty. Um. That's just good character work. Do you think that this person... Three-year-old Olivia is solid character (laughs) stuff. Do you think that this person really does just like calling random numbers and called our number randomly and was like jackpot? They heard our voicemail. Yeah. And they're like, oh. Oh, shit. And then it's, if that's the case, then this is working for them. It's just taking months. <laughs> I wonder if they're like subscribed to the feed and they're like, what the fuck? Where are these guys? Can I get another episode, guys? I left 10 messages. <laughs> I've made it through your unlistenable backlog. What, what, is our, what is our current outgoing message? I don't know. Oh, but that's the thing we got to do today. Is we got to change it. It's. I would say it seems to be working. I would. Don't think we've gotten a voicemail in three months. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do with this, except for play them for you and see what you're at. My favorite one is this one. Spill the tea, sis. That's it. Spill the tea, sir. Spill the tea, sis. <laughs> Yo, spill the tea, sis. I want Chipotle. Which, uh, which of these catchphrases uh, do you think we're going to incorporate into our show? Spill the tea, sis, or Chipotle is my life? Chipotle is my life, for sure. <laughs> Chipotle is my life. Chipotle is my life. That goes on the soundboard. There has to be a way for you to run a soundboard. What if, like, what if we had some shit where you just ran the soundboard? Chipotle is my life. <laughs> Sorry, my my daughter, my daughter Samantha called you. Oh, switching roles. It does seem like now the daughter is the mother. Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, she's not supposed to be using the phone. But what if she's not? I'm sorry, just call me back. No. And make sure you are safe. Um, <clears throat> thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. We're never calling you back. We are never calling you back. That's not happening. We just made a promise to each other to call people back on the show. Yeah, but not you. You are not ever getting that call. (laughs) Everything about you is weird and scary. (laughs) (laughs) There's maybe not what you need to hear this time of your life, but yo, everything about you is weird and scary. I think, 
I think this girl would be happy to know that she was weirding us out and scaring you. Scared me to death. Like, I started listening to these shits in, like, the middle of the night the other night. <laughs> and, like, I don't know what my problem is because I have, like, I have the, I'm on the dumbest show in the world for a person with a weird fear of disembodied voices. But, um, hearing these disembodied voices in the middle of the night. And like, you're one of the top three easiest to scare people I've ever met. Yeah. Like a giant wind chime? <laughs> Did you put out giant wind chimes before we started mm-hmm. the show? I am a super... I'm scared of whatever's it's, it's going cin- on it's right cin- It centers me. <laughs> but in classic scared person fashion, you, you look for it a little bit. You think? Yeah. I don't know, man. There's... I think you put yourself in the situations where scary shit might happen. That's sort of true. Yeah. I'm... Like, the reason I wanted to do a podcast to begin with is because I'm, I was like... I had a, I had a fear of having my voice recorded and broadcast and shit and Mm -hmm. like what that meant in terms of entering something into a permanent record. Space Wizards. Space Wizards also. Uh Uh-huh. What? Is that like a a closet organizing company? Mm -hmm. What? Excuse me? Space Wizards. Is that like I don't know what you're talking about. You know what we're so lucky? That they didn't listen to this because I'm sure we say the name Telefriends so we're on the voicemail. Yeah. They went and listened to it and then started replying to things we were saying. Do you think that's what's happening? I doubt it. Because they would be using our names. Right. And also... And that would be too much to handle. Our names are on the voicemail, I think, though. There's no way to know. There's no way to know. (laughs) But this is is called Nine, so it's like they're sort of out of gas at this point. (laughs) Like I said, they've got the skills. They just haven't... You're going to do that sweet, sweet, off the iPhone fully. Who are you calling? Leave a message or tell a friend. We're a podcast. We love you. That's a pretty good message. <laughs> <laughs> really got right to it. Yeah, maybe we don't need I, I would like to change it to something like, yeah, we're back. I don't know if I want to like put any barrier to re-entry to anybody. So I don't want anybody to be like, I don't know what they're talking about. Back from what? Telefriends Just is come back. on in. Just come on in. We need to workshop this. But Just I... come on in. We're telefriends. Come on in. We're telefriends. Hey, you out there in the hallway. Come on in. <laughs> Take off your mask and sit down. <laughs> why, are you, why are you sitting that way in the chair? Maybe sit a different way. That's not Come how on in, work. sit a different way. Oh my God, why do your knees bend like that? Nobody's knees. Please stop. How do they even design a chair for you? Telephones. <laughs> and a one, two, three, hooray! That could also be on the side. Oh my God, I want to pull is my life. <laughs> I want both of those. Well, they're just cheering. Yay! <laughs> Tiki bars, man. What are those about? What are they about? I know a lot of people who are like into tiki bars. I think that whole thing's coming down. I what do think you mean? we've reached peak. Peaky tiki. Peak tiki okay. lifestyle okay. choices. Right. I think we're we're down sloping now. Is it because of the white supremacists and their torches? Uh, I'm sure that didn't help. Couldn't help. I think it's every store ever only selling Hawaiian shirts now. That's been like four years coming it seems like there was like four years it started started to happen yeah. and then it's like this wave is crested yeah it is peak tiki peaky tiki out there in the streets there's a guy who felt like i got in there pretty early yeah <laughs> but i also got out i think right in time i like a i like an aloha shirt i like yeah, those man. shirts me too i want to miss i want to miss him you should just like retire him for a year or two and then bring yeah him back. that's the plan i'll yeah. take my favorites and like stick them in the deep recesses of <laughs> my basement Oh man! Well, how, the what dark have you been, parts of my basement. What have you been doing since we 
last checked in with Casey. Like, what's what have you been doing since <clears throat> we started? Since we stopped doing Telefriends nine months ago. It's only been nine months. <laughs> we couldn't wait it's a not, year. It's not been nine years. No, this is like I can only compare our retirement to Michael Jordan or Jay Z. Jason Zed. Jason Zed. <laughs> uh, I haven't been doing anything, man. Same old shit. Really? You had a nice haircut. Raising a kid. I at some point got a haircut in the last nine months. Yeah, looks good. Thanks. Yeah, uh, our kids are bigger yeah i don't have babies anymore no we got kid you got a kid it's long enough now that i see a baby i'm like mm-hmm. i remember like i'm, I'm a like, parent now i look at you with a baby and i'm like you're in the shit dog like, <laughs> oh, I, uh, I offer uh like a knowing yeah mm. supportive looks yeah <laughs> i see i feel and like they really appreciate it like i remember when people be like hey kids are tough huh yeah and you're like you're doing really good like telling somebody they're doing a good job with a kid yeah oh god when even if they're just doing an okay job <laughs> which is a good job yeah. an okay job is a good job some days okay is what i tell plenty. myself <laughs> yeah. the uh, key is not to string all those together that is this like is this how we low-key transition to a parenting podcast well i mean you you, you write what you know right <laughs> um hey casey <laughs> oh, oh hey bo I didn't see you there. What, what if we took a little break? This is our first episode. We can't take a break from Just right in the middle. In the middle of the episode. Yeah, right now, let's just take a little break. All right, well, it's going to be in this break. We're going to talk about the Patreon that we have set up so that we can take our listeners' money. Then what do we do after the break? We're going to talk about, uh, we're going to talk to um, fellow podcaster, regular caller, and perennial favorite, Golden Cake, also known as KK. Cake! <laughs> also known as Kenneth, <laughs> host and DM of... Uh, even fell a D playthrough podcast playthrough it's not a playthrough you can't play through D. it's a you're listening to them what's the over under on us making at least one pearl jam reference what's how could we calculate the over under we are definitely doing for that. first first 100 me what over under means <laughs> <laughs> all right let's take a break we'll get back we'll talk to kenneth okay bye bye So we were, uh, we're we were going to set up a Patreon for for season two of Telefriends, and we looked into it, and uh, it turns out we uh, we already set up a Patreon. We just never activated it <laughs> before we quit last time. So uh, yeah, go to Patreon.com/slash/TelefriendsPodcast and uh, give us all your money. Thanks. I've been hearing a lot from Ross recently. Mm-hmm. Do you think he knows? What, what size is this Ross? This is regular size, extra large Ross. Okay. Uh, I he, feel he like he somehow the, knows. He can sense the alignment of yeah. people needing material. <laughs> <laughs> can you look in your phone and give me Kenneth's number? 867-5309. 867-5309. Area code? 911. Mm, yeah. 420. <laughs> oh man, I hope you can hear us both. This isn't your normal number, Bo. No, it's not. But this can you hear your number at all? Kenneth, I'd like to welcome you to the first episode of season two of Telefriends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sick. Oh, man, I got so hyped when I saw Jams pop up on my phone. Jams. Jams. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, so you are, our, you are our friend Kenneth Clark, but you're not just our friend Kenneth Clark. You're also a uh, world-famous 
podcasting dungeon master Kenneth Clark, known as uh, Level Sixty Nine Wizard Four Twenty, I believe on Twitter. Is that correct? Uh, you're forgetting XXX Blaze it XXX. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome to the show. I wonder if so. Like <clears throat> Casey and I are back in the. I don't want to say back. The, on the, the old studio on but, our on our bullshit. Back on our bullshit. Thank you. Uh, and so we're trying to like put into practice the things that we learned from doing 80 episodes, but not just that, but also put into practice the things that other people are learning from their experience making podcasts. And I wonder if you have any advice for us. Oh man, I'm bad at advice. Uh, that's why I never made a show about giving advice. Uh, uh, engage, engage on Twitter. That's a great one. Uh, you also, have, I don't know. Is it a great one? I don't even know. Uh, Man, more freaking advertising that borders on vandalism. That was good. <laughs> okay. There should be more of that. Good to know. Oh, by the way, before we get too far into this, can we talk? Can you talk about your podcast and what it is and what it's called and what it's about? Uh, I am the DM of a podcast called Evenfell, and it is a an actual play, Dungeons and Dragons podcast set in a homebrew world that I created alongside the rest of the cast. We collaboratively created it, and we have adventures there now, and we're updating weekly with various lore and other delicious tidbits, but also a new episode every other week. So on Evenfell, it's a collaborative effort. So that means the thoughts just sort of arrive like butterflies? Uh, Yeah, butterflies in Mexico in the winter is how they arrive. Evenfell. <laughs> I see what you're doing. What questions do you have for Kenneth? Let's talk. Uh, Casey and Kenneth. CK. Calvin Klein. Any more? No. <laughs> when you're making your podcast, how con how conscious are you when you're making it? That you're you're thinking of your audience's point of view. How much are you thinking? Oh, are they going to get this? Should I run that back and do it again? Do you do things like that, or is it all just like I'll figure it out? How how much is that so, planned out? For sure. So I would say that what's a little different with me is that my podcast technically happens in two parts for me. The first part is that I have to actually plan it out because I'm actually a DM. But then the second part is recording. There's been multiple times while recording that we're, hey, say that line again. We didn't get you too much, but it's good. Or even just like overly dramatizing. I feel that everyone's really trying to give it their all when we're doing it, which is fantastic. Like. So that's playing into, yes, we're having fun playing D&D, but also like we're making this so people can listen to it and enjoy it. So let's make it extra enjoyable. But then on the flip side, as a DM, my prep that goes into it is oftentimes like, you know, because in D&D, you're like, I didn't prep shit. So I'm just going to kind of spitball at them or I'm going to throw five dragons at them and we can have combat for four hours. But that makes like a really boring episode of a podcast. Yeah. Probably combat. So I kind of do have less combat. Probably is the better, actually, right? It, exactly. Like what combat we've had? We've had over. God, how many episodes are we in? We're we're like eight episodes in, and we've only had three combats. So, but you're you're eight episodes in, but you've published four. Is that correct? Uh, we have published seven episodes. Seven. My bad. Oh, counting the prologue. Well, and we've yeah the the prologue was four episodes. Okay. And, and now we're three into four it. episodes into this one, or three episodes into this one, and then we've recorded like three other episodes, and then two other episodes which won't be released because they were just warm up episodes. What uh, what's the feedback been like? It's been really good. We have like really good reviews. A lot of people really enjoy listening. The where, effort that we're putting in is noticeable. 
It is noticeable. I think your podcast sounds great. Um, what, what, um, where do you get the feedback? Did that sound dismissive? Yeah, I do you, think your podcast sounds great. Like, yeah, it sounds great. Whatever. Keep it. <laughs> Let's talk about what I want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about this podcast. Are you getting most uh, of your feedback via Twitter? Yeah, like, like there's a lot of feedback on Twitter. There's a lot of feedback on Facebook. There's a lot of feedback in reviews. Our iTunes reviews were pretty much gamed by asking a lot of people to review us. So I guess technically that doesn't count. But like. We're getting reviews on other platforms where we didn't ask people to review us, like yeah. Podbean, which I hate. <laughs> yeah. But like, well, you could you, you could probably tell the difference between you can tell the difference between somebody who's your friend leaving you a thing to be nice, and somebody who yeah. is actually expressing, you know, a thought out opinion. Bingo. And it's like there's a lot of like random people who have never heard of that are like, wow, this is a fantastic podcast to listen to. The only negative review we've got was a two out of five star review on iTunes. They didn't leave any reviews, so I have a feeling that it was just some jerk who dis- who dislikes. Uh, Can't you click on their thing and email like message them? Huh? Isn't there a way to message? They didn't leave. They didn't leave a review. They just left uh, a rating, and uh, you can't actually see the rating. It's not like Google Maps. Well, if a person is trying is going to like hear this interview and and like be like, oh, cool, uh, I'm going to check out Evenfell. Um, you know, I mean, I'm sure it's available wherever podcasts are sold, but I'm saying, like, is there anything they need to know going in? Can they just start at the uh, current episode? We are n- very intentionally so not, like, beginner-friendly. Like, we're not trying to make a podcast for people who have never played Dungeons & Dragons. I'm not talking about a person who's never like, played Dungeons & Dragons. I'm talking about a person who's uh, never heard your podcast. Wait, so say the question again? So, like, if you're just want to start listening to Evenfell, is there anything that I... If I just want to start listening to Evenfell, is there anything I need to know going in? Can I start with the most uh, recent episode? The prologue isn't necessary, but the prologue grants additional context to season one. That's the only thing I would say. Like, if you don't want to get bogged down by a prologue, A, I think the prologue is really good and worth listening to, but if for some reason you're a broken individual who doesn't consider the prologue necessary, uh, it isn't really. It's just some additional context for events that are happening in season one. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. So you would tell a new listener, start at the prologue, but if you can't handle the prologue, go to season one, episode one, and then make your way through. Okay. Yeah, that is fair. How much, how much are you considering the feedback that you're getting? How much, how much are you to, yeah. To what extent does it inform what you're doing? I know it's, you recorded a lot ahead of time, so it's hard. It's like, it sounds like your podcast probably moves more like a battleship than, you know, t- you have to turn the wheel pretty early to have something happen five episodes down if yeah. you've got that much back recorded. Yeah, exactly, because it's like if we, receive, if we receive feedback on an episode that's just released, by the time that that episode has been released, two episodes in front of it have already been recorded. Yeah. So, so theoretically, we can't even make any changes to any of our episodes until literally six weeks from the moment that we know feedback. Have you had feedback that you're thinking, oh, I should take that into account? For, for, for season two. Pretty much early on in the prologue, it was internal feedback on what we need to do for editing. But now I feel like we've got editing into a really good place. Like, I know that some people thought that the prologue was a bit obtuse. That was like probably the most direct negative impact or negative criticism we got uh-huh. for the prologue was like a pretty large creator in the Twitter sphere being like, I feel like I'm missing something very intentionally. Like, I feel like I'm literally missing an episode. And pretty much it was because that person didn't understand, like, literary technique, like, in media res and whatnot. <laughs> like, that's that's intentional, like, to start a story in the middle of it. Like, that that's do, intentional. Do you find yourself in episodes now thinking, 
of giving more reference to what happened before, like cl- clearing it up any, or you're just like not right. sweat it. Yeah, no, I love that. I love that our prologue episode one pops off in the middle of a night that's already gone catastrophically wrong. And like listeners don't need to know anything past there. Like the players explain enough over the course of four episodes to build a past that isn't necessary to be listened to. That's because awesome. they're referencing, they're referencing sessions that we already played. They're referencing, they're referencing events that literally happened in our yeah. campaign but that wasn't released. Yeah. So because that's boring. I didn't, I didn't want to like have to start in on a thing of like, okay, like the slow burn world building. I was very inspired by Casey. You get this, the Malazan book of the fallen where the Malazan book of the fallen just starts. It's like, yeah. not nah, catch up dog. Like we are going, I'm not going to spend 50 pages explaining to you what's going on. I was going to be offended by Casey, you get this, but it's 100% right. <laughs> I do get it. <laughs> and I do not. <laughs> I get that reference. So when I hit send on this four-page screed about how your show's not sexy enough for me, <laughs> it's going to take like several months before you get around to the, to these high-quality epic fantasy fuck scenes that I require. Oh, well, let me <laughs> let me let you know that there is stuff in the works. Patreon, Patreon, Patreon support only. level. Yeah. <laughs> Now, Cam, I know that you're a very respectable artist, but unfortunately, <laughs> the people have spoken. I mean, Br- Brendan's voice and her art. Oh, man, you shouldn't have listened to the podcast. But, Brendan yeah. voices everyone in this uh, in this little animated comic smut. So, okay, here's what I, here's what, here's what I would respectfully uh, ask from you if you are at all interested in it. You know our number. We're at 304-518-JAMS. Jams. I kind of want to keep checking back in with Evenfell. Would you mind calling the show and letting us know yeah, what's up and what's happening and, 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 and stuff we ought to do? I can do that. Awesome, man. And in the meantime, uh, I, I know that uh, I'd like to direct any Telefriends listener, anyone to, within the sound of my voice, to uh, also download Evenfell and subscribe and give them a five-star review because they deserve it and they work very hard. Go ahead it's give currently, uh, what freaking day is it? It's when am I going to hear this episode? That's a great question. My plan is to do it bi-weekly also, but I kind of want to just like have kind of what, what I, and this is sort of the first time we're discussing this out loud, but so the is first it, episode gonna, will be out soon. Is it going to be the same format? Like, is, is this the telephones that I know and love or is this something new and scary? Both. Like a phoenix rising from the ashes. It's like we're the same and yet changed. More beautiful and scarily powerful than you could imagine. <laughs> well, we're already off book. We just called you. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm on board. I'll, uh, I will call in. Thanks, man. Um, and it, thanks for taking our call. Do you guys have a sign-off thing yet? Like, do you have a, do you have a hot slogan that you can toss around? We've been working on it since literally episode fucking two. And the closest <laughs> we've ever gotten is bye. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, everyone in our friend group signs off phone calls with bye. 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 See bye. You in the bye. Shit, I forgot about see you in the toilet. <laughs> the best fucking. <sighs> that was Kenneth. Listen to Evenfell. Has this been a telefriends conversation before? Where I've told you every place should have the. Th- you should be able to order the thing that you want. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've been oh. thinking about it again lately. <laughs> I work at a place where there's a restaurant nearby that I go to very frequently. What's the restaurant called? Let's give them a shout out. One hundred one by Tea House. Tea House by one hundred one. Oh, cool. One of those two. Yeah. I go there often enough that there's, one, I get a discount because I'm in the same plaza. Dope. People looking out. People two, helping people. 
there's two different guys that if they see me coming in, I don't have to get all the way to the register before they say, do you want the regular? Shit. And I don't know if there's a feeling quite like that. It's not the best feeling in the world. Right. But it's such a unique, like, yeah. even if I didn't want that, I'm chances are I'm like, yeah, I do. You don't say like, they say, do you want the regular? Not yeah. the usual. Well, it's usually regular. Okay. Yeah. What's your uh, regular order? I'm not telling you. It's off menu. Is it really? Yeah. Damn, dog. You that's one of the play. reasons you get a usual is you order <laughs> off menu so they remember it. Um, that's I have the same relationship with the Domino's app. <laughs> Domino's app says, what up, Bo? <laughs> yeah, neither of these guys don't know my name. Like, <laughs> How do you want to wrap this up? What do you want to do? Uh, I don't know. We didn't come in with a, much of a plan. No. Or the plan was to let's just get one done. My and plan was to put my hopes and dreams and trust into you, into your tie. My tie? I could go for a my tie. <laughs> Oh, I'm also an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new thing. <laughs> Fun, right? Thanks to Deku for our theme song, which we took from his song, Supposed to Do, off his album, Do What You Love, available now wherever music is sold. Also to Future Kitsune for that bed music that we put over that ad. Yeah. Uh, yo, so yeah, call us. Leave us a message. We're fucking back for nine more episodes after this one. Yeah, let's do some shit. Let's do some shit. 304518 Jams. Jams. See you in the toilet.